0: Hi, and welcome everyone to Serum Rocks. Today's podcast is about building your brand. With me today, I have Jens Almgren. He's a street food crusader at Nordic Street Food. Welcome, Jens Almgren.
1: Thank you very much, Marcus.
0: Crusader, what does that mean?
1: Crusader, for me, is of course an an ancient expression used by the, uh, the Christian crusaders, 2,000 or more years ago. But I, I took it because what I think what we do, me and my partner Panilla, is that we are breaking new grounds. We're stepping into new territories, both personally, of course, since uh, Panilla and I, when we started New Norwich Street Food, we never was in the business. And also, we are doing something that we didn't, which no one has ever done in the nordic countries before that we say serving street food from a food truck it also means that we are pioneers and doing things in a way that the restaurant business in the nordic countries no one has done it before that is why we are calling ourselves crusaders
0: so food trucks how did you end up there
1: the reason why we started Nordic Street Food was to make a long story short. I met my partner, Panilla seven years ago, and she was already then a very good chef, uh, an amateur chef. And myself, I was very interested in wine. Therefore, we got together. And uh, for three years ago, uh, Panilla participated in uh, the Swedish version of MasterChef. She did very well. She got uh, on sixth place. The, after that, she started working 100% with food. She's a journalist from the beginning and she started writing about food and she started to, like, she focused early on, on the Nordic cuisine, the Nordic kitchen. Myself, I didn't have any uh, experience with, with the restaurants or food before. I have been working in the advertising business for, for 15 years. For two years ago, she got an idea, actually. Uh, she'd been researching a lot about food, Nordic food and food in general. And, uh, and she read a lot about uh, the street food and food truck evolution in, in the US. As a chef, she you, you always want to start or, or um, start a restaurant in, in some, some way. Starting a restaurant is very expensive when she, she researched about those food trucks and, and the street food, she, she got the idea. What is Nordic street food? What, what is the typical Nordic street food? And she, she of course, found out that the typical Nordic street food is hot dogs or food inspired by other countries or other uh, cuisines in the world, like of course, American street food or, or fast food, like burgers. In, in where we come from, Malmö, south of Sweden, it's, it's kebab and falafel. So she found out that there is a gap uh, between the, the traditional fast food, street food, and the Nordic street food. There isn't any Nordic street food. She started to think, what, what if I create the new Nordic street food? And it began with that, actually.
0: And today you have a great local brand here. So how did you start with that?
1: It's a funny story. The, the, our brand, our company name, Nordic Street Food, we got from uh, actually a, a, a seminar that was held It's about two and a half years ago that was called the, the Nordic Street Food Revolution. It was a, a seminar that uh, a couple of people, Skånes um, Academy and, and um, New Nordic Food, which is a, a national or a Nordic organization actually held uh, two and a half years ago. At the same time, Pernilla has had this idea. We didn't have the brand Nordic Street Food at that time. She only wanted to do something with street food and the Nordic Kitchen. So we we uh actually stole the brand nordic street food. I google if if anyone used that uh name for anything and and uh, we found out that no one did. So what I did the first thing I did I took the the domains nordicstreetfood.com nordicstreetfood.se dot uh, .dk and so on. And uh, it began actually with
0: that. Today you have several uh, articles in the local newspaper and you're really well known but so how did you go from starting your business to have a brand that's actually really well known
1: i think there are are two vital aspects why we had so so much publicity so early and and um the first reason i think is we have created something brand new. The, the Nordic street food didn't exist before we uh, actually created it. And the other thing is, I think it's Panella's personal brand. She was uh, at least locally uh, known because she participated in, in television with the, with the MasterChef program. So those are the two most important aspects. There wasn't nothing like Nordic street food, and you have the personal brand Panilla.
0: In fact, there were no food trucks at all in Sweden. Perhaps not even allowed, right?
1: Yeah, true. That's the third aspect. For us, it hasn't been so important. For us, a food truck is only a good way for us to travel with our food. The most important thing for us is is the food, and that is. Probably what, is, uh, what the public is most fascinated about, it's the food truck.
0: If I'm trying to build a brand for me and my company, how can I take what you have done and sort of exploit that for me? How do I start? What's important?
1: I think there are several aspects to succeed starting a company. And, and, and it's not important what you start. You can, of course, start a company on a, so to speak, mature market, take something that already exists. Uh, in that case, you have two, two roads to, to walk on. Uh, either way, you do it cheaper than your competition, or you do something that is better or unique than competition. What we did, I think, is that we started something that was both unique and on a brand new market. So we have we had when we started almost no competition at all. And if you have something that is unique and on a new market, both the public and the media will be very interested in what you're doing.
0: Then that's the old four square, right? You have this four square, then you're a star
1: you can i think we are lucky in a, in a in a matter of branding in a matter of building a brand uh we are lucky that it was uh you call it a blue ocean it's it's actually no obstacles uh if you do it good you always have to do it good uh you have to be uh, you have to build that brand you have to you have to have the right you have to clothe that brand with something of course and you have to Deliver something that is good quality or unique or or cool in any way. Uh, but absolutely, in our case, I would say in a, in a, in, the, in the matter of branding, we had the opportunity to become a star very early. And of course, if you if you have have, have those have that opportunity, uh, you get you get a lot of of free publicity.
0: And you were very clear by defining your brand early on that you were already in the name saying this is Nordic food and it's the street food. So it's the Nordic street food and in just three short words you have defined what you're trying to sell to everyone. And that thing, that for me is very important. Do you consider that too?
1: Absolutely. Our our name actually says it all. You don't have to explain what we do. And you when when we talk about food, that's even more important. If if, if we would call our food tr- food truck Panilla's food truck, uh, okay, she's a name, she hopefully stands for something. Uh, but only those who knew, know who Panilla is would know what the food truck stands for. So I, I with the vision we have, uh, it was important that we had the name that would both tell the audience what we serve, and we also want to be able to scale it up. If we would call our food truck something something more personal, we can't, we couldn't scale our business up.
0: So you think of it as a a separate person then.
1: It's, it's definitely two, two different things. Uh, Panilla is, is, how should I put it? She's the most important value of our company and will be for long because she is the one who, who stands for what we serve, uh, the quality of our food, the, the creativity of our food. So that that's why we decided to to put Pernilla on on uh, all the communications with media and it's always Pernilla and sometimes me uh, but mostly it's Pernilla that that is is put on 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 pictures uh because she is like the she she's the one that is the quality stamp on our brand
0: yeah and she's prettier than you are
1: definitely more pretty than i am <laughs> okay
0: So you're building both a personal brand for Pernilla and a company brand Nordic Street Food at the same time. Is that important for me to think of when I'm building my company and my own brand?
1: I think you would definitely have good value building a personal brand around your company brand. because. Especially when when media talk to you, they are, they are interested in who is behind the brand. Of course, the the brand itself had to has to stand for something, uh, and and as I said before, that's why we call it Nordic Street Food and not Pernilla Street food or the Pernilla's Food Truck. But she is like the she stands for quality. She is known already. That's of course uh, an, an an advantage.
0: So if I am thinking apples, I am thinking Steve Jobs. Is that a, a way that you're thinking?
1: Exactly. If you, if you look at all almost all the, the huge brands in the world, there is probably always some, someone at that company, often the, one of the founders that are public in, publicly known uh, and have a vision that that person is very good in expressing. In our case, Panilla is Nordic street food. She she personalizes Nordic street food because she is the chef. She creates the food, and of course, she is the one that uh, that best describes what we stand for, all our values.
0: Do you, do you label your a sort of street food, Nordic street food, as a person with uh, with uh... Properties like oh, it's um, I don't know, it's um, not just good, but it's uh, personal, it's uh, perfect, it's uh, I can't think of a third on P, but you get where I'm going.
1: Absolutely, that's very much about the the experience when when you when you visit Nordic Street food. There are lots of values. That we want to express. The, the foundation in Nordic Street Food, our example is that we are we serve food cooked from scratch on local produce in season. When you visit Nordic Street Food, we want you to get that feeling directly. And Panella is the one that personifies that feeling. Everything from the look of our food truck. The food that you get, that you are served, uh, the signs, the logo, everything is quality and premium.
0: All right. So if I'm thinking your business is growing and you're hiring people and you want to infuse them with this brand, do you use Different techniques for internal versus external brands?
1: Not really. We educate our personnel directly, uh, instantly, with our values. We are very picky when we pick out people who work with us. They have to have that uh, the same, the same vision as we have. We are actually quite extreme when it comes to street food. Uh, not many do it as extreme that we do, considering everything from, from uh, that we are making a new sort of street food, the Nordic street food. It didn't exist before we started to make it. To uh, how we present ourselves in our stand, in our food truck, how we look in the food truck, how we behave in the food truck, it's extremely important that, that those who work with us have the same values as we do quality perfection when it comes to to the food so for us the internal branding is as important as uh, the external branding because it shows when we are in the food truck when we cook our food if we don't do that well our brand value will fast diminish it's it's the most important thing so it it it's totally connected
0: Does it start with the internal brand then, according to you?
1: It does. Absolutely, it does. That's where it starts. Because as soon as we forget that every meal we serve is the reason why the person who eats our food is talking about it with their friends and colleagues. So it's important from day one.
0: So you're building a brand that's directed to, towards customer but if I'm building a brand that's directed to other companies, business to business is there a difference for that or is it more or less the same?
1: The fundamentals are the same we both have customers What what is the biggest difference between the two is that when you work business to business you most often have a smaller group of possible customers. Uh, you can grab it, sort of. Us who works with with uh, consumers, uh, business to consumers, we have uh, infinite market. Everyone in Sweden, everyone in the Nordic countries, everyone in the world is potential customers for us. So our problem or opportunity is that how do we Get everyone to know and to understand all street food. If you have a niche like you, you're working with CRM. Your target group is people working with CRM at other companies. You can you can target them. We can't target anyone. And and our our biggest not problem is but opportunities, how do we reach our customers? How do we uh, get them to know us how do we get them to try us especially as a, as we still are a small company so so um, the biggest difference is both the the problem and the opportunity to having the whole world as a market if you see what I mean
0: yeah and and to try to limit yourself to whatever market that you want to start with you don't start with uh, spending millions of dollars at I want to have a commercial spot in the world cup
1: exactly and and that was that is what is so fascinating with with the new new media world our prime communication platforms are of course the all all social media we can reach the whole world through through the new communication channels uh, and that is only a possibility
0: yes but but choosing what channels to use and what not to use. That can be quite difficult, right?
1: It is absolutely. Absolutely it is. That you, you, what, you, what you can do actually is that uh, if you have a, a good idea, a good unique concept, and, you, and if you have patience, you will build your brand slowly, but you will eventually... Get followers. If you, do something, if you do good shit, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. you, will get, you will get followers uh, and, and the followers will talk about your good stuff and it will spread. It's, this, it's the same thing, business to consumer, business to business. If you do good stuff, if you, if you deliver good, uh, you will get fans and ambassadors who will talk about you. And that's the best branding you can get. That's, the, that's how you build brands, both business to consumer and business to business.
0: So it's very a long term thing that you're considering when you're starting building a brand like this.
1: If you do it, if, if you want to do it like we do it with, with lots of passion and lots of heart and, and you don't necessarily want to, to build your com- company fast, that is that is probably a key to success. I'm I'm uh, I'm certain of that. If you re- if you want to build something fast, it's probably uh, a totally different. You need a totally different strategy and tactics. Uh, I'm not in, an, an expert uh, building uh, Forbes 100 companies, and and that's not our mission. Uh, we have a we we have a vision, uh, a big vision uh, uh, to go global, but uh, it it. We're we're not in
0: a hurry. Yeah, hold on a bit with that because I have a message here that that today's episode is sponsored by Nutshell, CRM for the modern software-as-a-service ecosystem. Manage your business leads, contacts, and accounts integrated with Google Apps. Automatically import every email you send and receive with easy collaboration, maps, apps and a responsive design page. They are everywhere you need to go. Try an instant demo or a 14-day trial at serumrocks.com/nutshell. So, you talked about setting a goal. Is that really important for me when I try to build my brand?
1: Goals are extremely important but before setting goals you need a vision
0: uh what's, and what's a vision
1: the vision is where you want to go in 5 10 or 20 years uh what do you want your brand to to become um and you you don't have to have a, a big vision you don't have to save the world but you need a vision where are we going to be in in a certain amount of time. Uh, when you've decided your vision, then we can talk about goals.
0: So would you be concrete here and, and share your vision and goals with us so we can sort of grasp a little bit what's the difference?
1: Absolutely. We've been talking about it earlier uh, and I can repeat it again. Uh, there is there is a reason why we didn't take a more personal name for our company or a more abstract name of our country, uh, of our our brand. We chose Nordic Street Food because uh, when we got the idea a couple of years ago, we didn't actually think of starting it in the Nordic countries, which sounds probably uh, natural to do. Uh, Our idea was to to start uh, in New York or Los Angeles. Uh, And the reason for that was that of course, the the street food and food truck business is much more mature in the U.S. People are know what a food truck is and what it stands for, uh, but also because uh, the the new Nordic kitchen, the, the, the Nordic food, is 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 already a hype hype in in uh, in America and in the U.S. So. Already from the beginning, we had actually a vision that Nordic Streetwood wasn't a, a local brand; it was, it is, it should be a global brand, and it still is actually. Now we started in the Nordic countries in Malmo, uh, but our vision is still that uh, we are actually building a new sort of f- fast food chain, but a, a fast food chain that uh, is built on quality and not selling. As much as we can as cheap as we can
0: okay so if that's your vision then what is your goal Uh,
1: then we had set up uh, a couple of goals uh, and they are very uh, down-to-earth actually our first goal was to even get permission to sell our food on the streets of Malmo
0: yeah good place to start
1: (laughs) and that took us one and a half years and the reason why we we chose Malmo is is because we live there, of course. If we just if we started this in Stockholm or Copenhagen or London or Paris, it would uh, go much faster. But that was our first goal to get permission to sell. Our next goal is of course to uh, is of course to uh, surely but slowly establish ourselves uh, in the Nordic countries uh, and our our. Probably our target group is, is medium to large cities. Uh, so our goal, our, our three-year goal uh, is to establish Nordic street food in, in, uh, in uh, the capitals of, of the Nordic countries. And our f- five- to ten-year goal is to establish ourselves outside of the Nordic countries, probably firstly in, in some of the European countries and then, and then the world.
0: Okay, so the time frame is difference between the goal and the vision then. Exactly.
1: You don't have to achieve your vision. It should be there some some somewhat. And our our, our vision besides of going global is of course to, to spread the new Nordic street food.
0: Is a goal have to be does it have to be measurable?
1: No. As I said of course, to make, to make the business running, we have to think measurable aspects and and financial aspects. but we have also the goal, and Pernilla in, in particular, has the goal to to actually create the new Nordic street food, and that's some some goal and vision, isn't it? So that's as important as as the financial and, and the geographical uh, vision we have. We're actually creating something totally
0: new. Yeah, and and all this time we have mostly discussed the the company brand, but actually we said just sweeping by earlier that you're building two brands: a personal brand and a company brand. Is there a difference between if I'm trying to build my brand as Serum Rocks or I'm as, or I'm trying to build my brand as just me? It's.
1: I think it's it's important in in many many aspects. For the last ten or fifteen years, we're getting it's getting more and more important that uh, we are making ourselves personal brands. It's only it's not it's not only in 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 a brand perspective or in in a in a in the big pers- perspective. You're actually building a brand. If you're talking business to business, where you are, Marcus, you're building a brand in your network um, around your your customers and colleagues, and, and I think both you, either either you're are, are um, you're having your own business or you're employed. Uh, both you and your company or or the company that employs you benefits in you building your personal brand but because what, what you are doing that you are you are taking stand in, in something, you have a, uh, a, a speciality uh, you know something probably more than others do and if you brand yourself being an expert in something uh, both you and your network will benefit for sure
0: does this mean that the company brand comprises of a number of personal brands. Then, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, of course, it's it's more important in in some branches uh, rather than others. Myself have been in in the same business as you are, consultancy business, uh, and there, I think every personal brand is even more important maybe than in a brand as ours, where we decide to make Pernilla uh, doing our front communication. Uh, as a brand perspective, as a personal brand perspective, I'm not as important for Nordic Street Food. Of course, my personal brand is important for me, myself, and my network, but not f- as much for Nordic Street Food as you are for your company.
0: Okay, so it's... It, it depends a little bit about the type of company and what business you're trying to do is if a consultant is a very personal type of companies where I do things for my customers.
1: I, I think so. Uh I, Maybe others think differently, but I think so because what you do is that you sell your expertise and if you do something besides delivering uh, your services to your customer. If, if you, as you do now, when you are you're doing CRM rocks, your blog and your pod, what you do is that that you um, you actually market yourself and your expertise to a much broader audience than you would have if you only talked to your paying customers, and that benefit you of course personally, but it also benefits your company, and of course, if, if your customers sees what you do and you do it good, your personal brand gets, of course, a higher value, which probably results that you could take, uh, you could you could fee your customers more <laughs> than if you didn't do it.
0: All right. Does it take a certain type of people to, to start businesses and building brands like you're doing?
1: Absolutely. You have to be doing the business me and Panilla do. You have to be uh, probably totally crazy because what we did is that we started something that we didn't have an experience doing at all. Our only safety actually was that Panilla was a very good chef already but we didn't know anything about the restaurant business or the street food business. We have both limited experience in uh, managing a company with all the aspects of managing a company, but I think we are uh, probably uh, a, good exa- a good example if, if, you, if you have experience, and it, it doesn't have to be uh, experience in your, in your, in, in, in your idea. Uh, but, if you have some experience, could probably do anything and and you just have to look at us
0: would you say that you're extra bald or like that you started this journey and took a big leaf of faith we
1: We knew that we had a good idea we had a unique concept we knew it was a uh, a new Movement, the street food movement, the food truck movement was is already uh, is still totally new. So of course we wasn't totally crazy, and I couldn't emphasize enough that one of the reasons that we had that we have had that success already is probably because both Pernille and I have the experience of our own uh, what we have been done before. And lots of mistakes we didn't do because of that experience. We, we're both in the mid-40s, and uh, I think that has been very beneficial for us that, that we d- didn't make the most elementary mistakes because our, the business, the restaurant business, the food business, is there are bad margins when you start. You have to succeed pretty early to have the strength to, to do this business. So um, it's a combination of lots of factors, probably.
0: So it's very hard when you don't have permissions for a year and a half to sell your food.
1: It is. Uh, it, it takes some time before you get paid. But if you have the stamina, if you, if you like conquer all the obstacles, like not having permission to sell, if you get over that hill... There is a blue ocean. Uh, if you have this good idea, this unique concept and a vision, you have all the possibilities and opportunities to succeed.
0: So if I'm starting to build my brand here and my company brand, what are the pitfalls that, I'm, that I want to avoid when I start up?
1: It is probably what, what actually most companies do, uh, is that you, you're, you're stuck in the middle. Uh, I, I say it again you you have to you have to you have to have an, uh, a unique idea you have to have a unique maybe competence that you offer the market uh, if you have one of those and you have uh, the personality and, and you're interesting to listen to that is probably the key to success
0: is it like I want to define my brand and actually find what's What's driving my business and try to get that out to, like you have, the name, so it's really clear what I'm doing.
1: I think that is uh, that is a very good way to start it. Yeah, uh, don't make it too complicated. Don't don't be too creative. Keep it simple uh, and do it do it really good.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the like we use in here Forbes list there are several of them that that are like if you don't know the brand name you could never guess what they're doing I'm looking at like Intel it's a made up name that's just they have created from scratch and give this words meanings from scratch is that harder than?
1: I think it's it probably is but as Nordic street food, what Intel did once upon a time—they created something unique, or they were the best at that time. Uh, at that time, what they do—if you have—if you have this unique idea, or you're doing something better than others, the name is not as important. Probably,
0: people will learn it.
1: They will do eventually, absolutely. If you, if you do, if you do, I say it again: good shit they will eventually, of course, understand what you do. Uh, and there are mo- mo- many examples of, of brands that doesn't say anything that is, is uh, well known. There is also some that, are, that probably have had an advantage. In, in our business, you have Burger King, for example. Everyone understands what Burger King is. It's about burgers, of course.
0: Yeah if you compare it to just the name McDonald's it's not really clear that they're working with burgers if you just look at the name. Per no. Se.
1: No, exactly. So you will have an uh, an advantage in the beginning probably but eventually it's it's what you do it's what you do with it with your brand that is the most important. What you deliver. So uh, in the beginning I think we have had a, uh, an advantage uh with our brand especially when it comes to tourists visiting the Nordic countries uh, there are lots of of uh, uh, of, of uh, tourists that comes to us just because our name Nordic street food
0: yeah when you go places you typically wanna eat the local food and not go to a Chinese restaurant when you are in Sweden so if I go to some place foreign i would like always to try the local cuisine and if that is hard to find and there's a sign nordic street food it's very convenient
1: it is we are uh, actually a um, magnet for for people coming from abroad
0: so if we are trying to nail down a couple of short startup tips what are they for you then defining your brand okay got that perhaps what's driving my business was that the second one you have
1: to have a concept that's probably more important than than the brand uh the the people behind the brand you have to have a concept that is very clear for your audience they have to understand it secondly i would say you have people behind the brand that can deliver what the brand will stand for. And thirdly, you have to have a vision for that company. Those are the, the three most important aspects of starting a company.
0: Then I will add stamina for that long-term. Thank
1: you, Thank you Marcus. You, <laughs> exactly. That's that's probably, uh, it's hanging over the, those three <laughs> three steps i said yeah
0: and perhaps to be like you have been both innovative and bold to to take that leap of not just faith but to keep at it and grow and work on it
1: yeah exactly bullseye well,
0: do you think we have missed anything today jens
1: no i think we captured it uh, pretty well it's been uh, for me since i'm i'm uh, i've been i've been working in the advertising business for 15 uh, 17 years almost and and i just threw myself out from from the cliffs and uh i wouldn't uh, change it for a minute uh, it's been quite an experience and we actually just started and and what is for me is is the most fun is that uh, I've been always been consulting other people about their brands. Now I'm building a brand for myself. And, and I would, uh, I would um, recommend everyone to do it uh, once in a lifetime to build your own brand, a personal brand or a company brand.
0: So if I'm interested and want to look further for, for this, do you have any places where I can go to look at f- more things?
1: You mean by uh, how, how to build your brand or how to start a company?
0: No, mostly building your brand, both perhaps personal or a company brand.
1: What I would probably do is, and I haven't done it myself, but I, I, it's, it's never too late, is, is probably to, to look into other success stories. Take, for example, how did Ingvar Kamprad start IKEA? What what was his idea? What what was his ground concept? Uh, and if you look for him, for example, in Camprad, everyone knows that uh, what he stood for from the beginning still he still stands for today. So looking at other success stories, maybe in your own in your own branch in your own business, how did they do it? Read read the book of of Steve Jobs. How did he do it? That's probably the the best way to look into it, and then of course you have have on the internet today so many places to go to to uh, to get inspired by there are there are bloggers like you Marcus who are are experts and specialists in certain areas look at them how do they do it what what do they talk about how do they talk about it and get inspired from 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 people who give information in different areas
0: so if i want to experience this nordic street food and i'm visiting a uh, nordic city how can how do i know where the truck is
1: since since we just started safest place to go is malmo because there, are where our headquarters are in malmo and and uh, at the moment we're only in malmo we visit other Nordic cities, uh, but not regularly. So today you have to go to Malmö.
0: So do you have a page where I can look at uh, so I can find a square or something like that?
1: Absolutely. You go to uh, nordistreetfood.com uh, and you will arrive. And that's a, a tip for for your uh, starting businesses. You come to our Facebook page. Which is our main uh, communication channel to our to our audience to our target groups. So uh, NordicStreetfood.com or Facebook Nordic Street Food.
0: Great, and all the links will be included in included in the show notes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jens, for your participation in Serum Rocks.
1: Thank you, Marcus. Thank you very much.
0: And thank you who are listening. And don't forget that you can comment or subscribe on uh, the page or you can just search for CMN Rocks in your favorite podcasting app.